0: God never said fear not because none of the problems that you're going to face in life are going to be a big deal. God said that fear not because I'm a bigger deal than your problems. God is the big deal. God is the one. If anybody's going to be scared of anything, it should be him. He's the one. He wants you to know I'm the head honcho I'm the boss. This is my universe that I created. I created you and breathed my life into you. This is my show. This is my town. You just live here. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. All over the world. Good morning it is Monday here you. on Church boy oh. Confessions. Oh. He will direct your path. So, what's that up here again? Good morning ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the 110th, 110th episode of Church Boy Confessions Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Hecke. This is an amazing, beautiful, fantastic spectacle of a week because it's the day's youth campaign and more importantly, unassociated has turned three years old by the grace of God. All glory to God. We're three years old ladies and gentlemen. We're technically We'll be three year three yeah three years old on the 26th which is which is Thursday August 26th Thursday the site officially had launched because we started off like you know online um august 26th so that's that's our date you know what I'm saying that's our anniversary so we three years old ladies and gentlemen um the find days youth campaign the theme is the duplexity of love sacrifice and service and it's very important Um, You're going to be seeing content throughout the entire week geared around telling you, reminding you of God's love and also reminding you of how we ought to love each other. Ladies and gentlemen, it might sound basic. It might sound elementary, but it also sounds very much on time. I don't think we can ever be reminded too much about God's love. And I think that we literally live life. Our lifeline is God's love. And when it comes to loving each other, man, it's no secret that so many people are trying so hard, so hard, so hard to continue to perpetuate that all Christians are these hateful people. When in reality, the fruits of the spirit for those who are true believers, those who are abiding in Christ, we talked about that last week, have the fruits of the spirit in their lives, which the first one that was named is love. People who are abiding in Christ love. Remember that. And they know God, that's scripture, that's not me, that's scripture. So it's important for us to even get to the basics and get to the elementary, because there's some of us that forget it, It's some of us that don't even know how to do it, and we think that it's just agreeing with everything that everybody does, and that's not the case. I've talked about this stuff millions and millions of episodes at this point. But I wanted it to be love this year, um... So I hope you guys enjoy the content. I hope you guys, you know, some of you guys sent in videos and stuff like that. And um, we have like just some other stuff that, you know, everything's going to be geared to, geared around love this week. Um, and we also got a treat for you guys. Of course, as you know, by now, every year during our anniversary, we also have an apparel drop, which uh, we will let you guys know more about that very very soon so be on the lookout for our instagram be on the lookout for our tiktok because we have a lot of stuff coming at you guys this next couple weeks so um yeah today i wanted to talk about god's love through our suffering because we're all suffering and we all suffer and maybe we're having a good time right now but then i'm telling you later on in life you're gonna suffer again right Um, This episode was inspired by some homework I actually had in seminary school. Maybe this is going to be a trend where I'm doing seminary school stuff um, and, you know, it turns into a message. I start today. I started today, August 23rd. Um, But this is homework from last week. And well, like I was in a readiness course, so that ended. And now that that, I was doing homework before. Okay. All right. So there's a quote from one of the readings because I actually read guys. It It was a quote from one of the readings and it said suffering isn't necessarily the devil trying to keep you from graduating. It could be God ordained suffering because he wants to wring something out of you. Now, aside from this possibly pointing at the fact that they expect us to suffer as seminary students i really it really this really touched me you know what i'm saying because the reason why it touched me is because it got me thinking about suffering and how you know one it could yeah it could be God ordained sometimes we can be chastised you know and ultimately when we suffer we're supposed to count it all joy but what i wanted to talk about is when the suffering is legit just bad suffering right and it's just it's just straight up bad and i think that the problem in those spaces is that a lot of us, we use the amount of suffering that we endure, or that we have to experience to indicate whether God is near us or to indicate whether God loves us. And the, re- the problem with that is that that's not the right way to look at it. It simply isn't. Now, granted, that can sometimes show your proximity towards God if the problems that you're going through have stemmed from you know, you actually separating yourself from God with your own sinful lifestyle. Of course, you know, I'm not going to, I have to, to, to address that. I have to acknowledge that, um, you know, suffering can come from other things. Maybe it was, you know, it's all a part of God's very big, big plan that we can't see right now, or sometimes God just simply has not told you why you are going through what you're going through. So maybe it's not even the best option to try and come up with an explanation that he did not come up with. Right. Right. Um, and sometimes we actually go through problems because God wants to build us. And sometimes God wants to propel us. And he's going to do that with the problems. Perfect example of that is a story I actually read this past, uh, week talking about Joseph, literally every issue, every time that Joseph was really low, it propelled him to a higher state than he was even when he was at his high. Um, but I really want everybody to understand today that just because you are suffering does not mean that God has left you, all right? The same God that was with you on the mountaintop and that you are giving him glory because you're on the mountaintop is the same one that is helping you when you're in the valley, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, suffering, a lot of us are suffering right now and a lot of us think like, man, all I need to do is just get back to God and all I, man, like, you know, what have I been doing? Oh, God is right there with you. You know, a a verse that I've been reading a lot is Psalm chapter 21. I'm sorry, Psalm 121, where it literally says, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. Throughout the Bible, we see that God is a helper. God is our keeper. But so many times we think that, hey, if I'm going through this thing, that means that God's not with me. No, no, no. He said he's your helper, as in he's helping you with what? Problems. He's helping you with what? suffering. But for some reason, whenever we have problems and we have suffering, we think it's because, oh, God's not near me. God forsake me. God forsake me. God is no, 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 no. Like God is your helper through the problems. Like it says in Isaiah 43, when you walk through the rivers, when you walk through the waters, when you walk through the fire, I'm going to be there with you. Right? That's what he said. He said that when you walk through the fire, when you walk through the river, when you walk through the waters, I'm there with you. Mind you, God is never in the business of having us find our comfort and never having problems. That was never the idea. That was never the case. That was never the, you know, what he wanted for us. He wanted us to find comfort through our problems by relying on him. His vision is that we will keep our consciousness focused on him as our helper, as our keeper, as our refuge, as our pavilion. Right. Through the fire, through the rivers, through the waters. So in the times where you feel like God is far from you, in actuality, he's right there with you. And he wants more than anything for you to acknowledge him. Why? Because he loves you. God never said, fear not because none of the problems that you're going to face in life are going to be a big deal. God said that fear not because I'm a bigger deal Than your problems. God is the big deal. God is the one. If anybody's going to be scared of anything. It should be him. He's the one. He wants you to know. I'm the head honcho. I'm the boss. This is my universe that I created. I created you. And breathed my life into you. This is my show. This is my town. You just live here. He wants us to find comfort in that, not in never having any problems. Stop using your suffering as a indicator of whether God is with you or not. That was never meant to be the idea. And it was never is never meant to be where you just have no problems. I mean, I guess it was meant to be before Adam and Eve ate of the fruit. Right. But here on Earth after that, hey, we have problems. We have times of suffering but know that God is with you. I'll be honest with you, man, doing this campaign stuff or getting ready to do this campaign stuff, it's been very stressful. And God really had to to check me because in times, and this is not just a one this time type of thing. I'm being very transparent here. Past years, whenever we do the campaign, bro, your boy be anxious, about anything and everything, because I I would overthink and I would just be so caught up in like, oh, I hope that it's impactful. Oh, I hope that you know a lot of people, you know, rock with it and stuff like that and th- like that and like, you know, God really hit me and was just like, man, I wonder when emmanuel's going to actually take the week to just be grateful to me in three years. You know what I'm saying and like you can be grateful because if you trusted that I actually was taking care of business, right? If you trusted, if you trust that God is with you and everything's gonna be okay because you have God, then you don't have to overthink and you don't have to worry all the time and be consumed with those things. You can sit back and you can realize, hey, God is with me through all of this stuff. I can remain conscious of his presence and his love through these things. And guess what? Now I freed up all this space in my mind to give God thanks. And I'm saying these things, but these are still things that I'm still practicing. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us are control freaks. You know, a lot of us, we get super pissed off and super frustrated so easily when things do not go as planned and we suffer and we go through it and we make mistakes and we suffer and think, imagine yourself in those times where you're so frustrated and everything looks like it's not going on. Be honest with yourself. Were you relying on God in those times? Was he part of the equation in those times? You know, the other week we we're talking about, or I don't know how many weeks ago. Maybe that was last week or a couple weeks ago. We talked about how the devil likes to, you know, to act like God's not in the equation. We like to act like God's not in the equation. And, you know, this kind of like goes off the main topic, but a lot of that comes from pride and you just wanting to do everything yourself because you want to glorify yourself in the end and tell everybody the things that you did. Eh, Let's let's table that. (laughs) But God loves you, ladies and gentlemen. He really does love you and he wants you to know that he's with you throughout all the suffering. You're going to suffer but he wants you to know that he's there with you to deliver you. He's there with you to keep you and do know that worst comes to absolute worst and you die. The worst comes to worst is that, okay, well now you're in heaven with the father and you will never suffer again. This doesn't mean go hurt yourself. So you can just quick into that. No, you have a job to do right. Um, but Romans chapter 8, verse 35, uh, well, starting at verse 35 and going to 39, I think that this really encapsulates the idea that I'm really trying to push where we shouldn't be using our suffering to, to either separate us from God or make us think that God is far from us. As it says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The tribulations, the stress, the famine, the principalities, the angels, the powers, all of that stuff, man, we will we can experience issues, we can experience suffering. We can experience persecution, but these things should not make us now jump to the conclusion that God has forsaken us, that God has left us. Because what the word of God says that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Stop looking at those things to see whether God is near you or not. Stop looking at those things to see whether God loves you or not. He's right there and he loves you. And how do how do we know that he loves us? You know, what's interesting is that in this campaign, you're going to see different people talk about, you know, their testimonies and say, how do you know that God loves you? And they're going to say, oh, I know God loves me. Well, we said, you know, talk about a time where you knew that God loves you and realized that God loves you. And, you know, people are going to give their testimonies and people are going to say, oh, I know, you know, the time I really realized that God loved me is because he did this to me because he did that to me. But, you know, when I was making these videos or I was when I was editing the videos, I was thinking to myself, you know, there's someone who, you know, they have the there's there's the enemy that's going to influence their thinking. Right and they're going to be like well they know that God loves them because God did that for me but he didn't do that for me so how do i so since he did that for them they say that that's how God loves them oh so so he didn't do that for me so that means that God doesn't love me let me tell you something right now i'm gonna say right now all right couple things first point i'm going to make is this the way that God shows tom that God loves tom isn't always going to be the same way that he shows Harry how much he loves Harry. The way God shows me, Emmanuel, how much he loves me is not always going to be the way he chooses to show Jackie how much he loves Jackie, because there's different ways that we can communicate. Now, there's one very big way that he showed all of us he loves us, and I'll get, that, get to that in my second point, but do understand that we are not here to compare. Okay. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. I was, um, I guess, I don't know if you say you were born with it or yeah. Well, asthma, I had really bad asthma growing up. And it's funny because sometimes it's, it's a chapter of my life that I forget, but not like it was bad. Right. I had really bad asthma growing up. You know, there's some people where maybe they, they were prayed they got their uh, the hands laid on them they were healed from asthma or they weren't born with asthma like you probably weren't born with asthma right now if i just look at that i will say that wow somebody will maybe thank god that oh thank god you love me because you didn't give me asthma when i when i was born and and i can look at that i could be just say see so god loves them he doesn't love me i was given asthma they weren't given asthma but then let me let me tell you what happened next right that's that's where my mind can go. But then instead, this is where my mind goes. My mind goes to the time where I was I volunteered to go run a pass to another classroom, whatever it might have been. I was like in the first grade or second grade. Right. And I'm running because I'm dumb and I'm like, what, seven? I'm running and I get an asthma attack. I get an asthma attack. God knows what would happen. Right. I get an asthma attack, but for some reason somehow that asthma attack got its worst and where i stopped was right outside the classroom of my preschool teacher miss mcmurray i love you (laughs) i never thought that miss mcmurray would would be relevant to this you know here episode 110 but here we are miss mcmurray if you ever listen to this apparently you might have just actually saved my life um Miss McMurray, who was my preschool teacher, who knows that I had issues with asthma, saw me outside her window because I was right in front of her classroom. Stopped teaching her kids and came right out and assisted me and got me to the nurse. You see, somebody out there is going to thank God that they weren't born with asthma as they should. And me, who was born with asthma. I can thank God, maybe not because I wasn't born with the asthma, but I can thank God through it because at that time where maybe the devil wanted to take little man man out at seven years old or five years old. Yeah, I think I was seven, eight, seven, eight years old. The place where he stopped at the asthma attack was right in front of Miss Murray's class. So I know that God loves me. And even before we start sharing our testimonies that God bless me here, God bless me there. Let's talk about something that God has already done on behalf of us all when he gave the ultimate sacrifice. For for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever shall believe in him shall have everlasting life. He's done that to everybody. Let no man, let no woman say that God does not love them. You cannot say No, because he's already done something amazing. He's already given you the literal best thing that he can give you. And that's the option of eternal life. And although you might be so caught up in suffering right now and so caught up in your persecution or tribulation or distress, need I remind you that one day it will be no more. Revelation chapter 21 Verse four says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. I'm telling you that one day, one gracious day, if you endure to the end and you continue to abide in Christ, God will wipe away every tear. There will be no more pain. There will be no more sorrow. There will be no more suffering. Done. He already did that. He already set that up. He already has given you access to something like this. Not because he hates you, but because he loves you. He's loved you and he showed that through his sacrifice. He's loved you and he showed that to through his service. And let us not forget that this is now something that we ought to do for others. John chapter 13 verse 34 to 35 says, and a new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you that ye also love one another. Let me read that again. John chapter 13 verse 34 to 35, a new commandment I give unto you, Jesus talking to his disciples, that ye love one another. As I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. As we realize how much God loves us through our suffering, let's all recognize that God has commissioned us, brothers and sisters of Christ, to show this love to others to be there for others, to serve others, to make sacrifices to others, and the love that we show each other will let other people know. Oh, okay, they belong to Christ, and the fruits that we bear will say, "Oh, okay, these are the things I've been seeking in the world." Will say to other people, these are the p- things that we, I've been seeking in the world. So this is where I find it. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are suffering right now. You are going through a lot right now, but I need you to know if there's one thing that you're going to gain from this entire episode, that God is right there. And I hope that that right there, your acknowledgement of his power, your acknowledgement of him being your refuge and your comforter is what picks you back up. Is what reassures you that I'm okay. God loves me. I'm gonna get through this. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Let me stop. <laughs> oh, I'm done. I'm done. Um and before I, you know, close out, um, I think I'd be remiss. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, I haven't done, you know, a lot of watching of this stuff, you know, but it's just stuff that I've heard from uh, like, you know, friends and, you know, some stuff that people have been posting about Christians that are suffering in Afghanistan and there are Christians that are suffering around the entire world as well. So, you know, I, I don't want this episode to sound like it's something where I'm insensitive to those things. So I just, I just want to say that because I, I still felt in, I, I thought about that, but I still felt the need to, to preach this and um, I want to pray for those people and in any way that you have the wherewithal to to aid a fellow brother in Christ, a sister in Christ who is suffering across the world or even on your street, I pray that you take that opportunity. Um, but we're gonna pray for them. we're gonna pray for everybody in this message and um, then we're gonna close. Father God, thank you so much for your goodness, and thank you so much for being completely good, completely light, with no darkness in you, Father. Um, Father God, I pray for those that are suffering in Afghanistan. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you preserve their life. Father God, I pray that you keep them, Father God. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you protect them in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you encourage them. I pray that they do not forget that you love them, Father God. Father God, I pray, Lord, that the violence comes to an end, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you comfort them, Father. Jesus said he will not leave us comfortless, Father God, and the Holy Spirit is here. He is a comforter, Father God. I pray that you comfort them, Lord, and keep them, Lord, and preserve them in the mighty name of Jesus, O God. And I pray that you please quicken the spirits of us, Father God, In any space that we have to help and any opportunity that we are given to help, Father God, help us to seize it, Father God. And quicken our spirits, Lord Jesus, to do so and do so without hesitation, Father God, And as you even guide our donations or guide our words, guide our raising awareness, Father God, our social justice, Father God. Um, And I pray, Lord, that you know that you bless everything that we do, Father God, and and that you please um, um, save them from the oppressions and, and save them, Father God, from from the violence in the mighty name of Jesus um and father god i thank you for this message lord and i pray for everyone that is listening and everyone that will listen father god um anybody that's watching father god that you please help us father god to be conscious of you and our suffering to keep our minds focused on you and our suffering and not see our suffering as meaning that you don't love us father god but always remember that one day the suffering will be no more and you've given us access to that Father God, you made the ultimate sacrifice, Father God. You've done the ultimate service to mankind, Father God, in giving us your Son, Lord. Father God, help us to always be conscious and believe these things, Father God, and believe in your power and believe in your word that you'll never leave us nor forsake us that you're going to be with us through the fire, through the waters, and through the rivers. And Father God, everything that is done in this campaign throughout the week, let it be to your glory, Father God, and let it impact people. Let it truly fill people's hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I love you guys. You guys have an amazing, amazing week. Um, And I hope you guys enjoy everything that we have in store. Peace.